What's up? You're listening to the Prayer Plug Podcast with your host, Jamika Carter, the Chief Encouragement Officer of Prayer Plug. Over here, you can expect to get prayed up and plugged in because we stand firm on getting lit for the Lord. For more encouragement, for more content, for more videos, for more prayers, download the Prayer Plug mobile app available in every app store. Now let's get plugged in. I know we all have things going on, so I had to make sure I made 31 days of prayer, getting lit for the Lord, available to all of our plugged in family. Y'all, this is originally recorded on this new audio app called Clubhouse. So any of the terminology or the transitions is all due to the fact that I'm recording this while I'm having a live conversation with a good gang of our prayer warriors in the prayer plug family. So listen in, get prayed up. If you have your pocket prayers, you can follow along with this. And if you don't have your pocket prayers, Run over to prayerplug.com and get yours. We have a digital version available and we have the physical product that you can get. There's a promo code on the mobile app and there's also a praise plan for this lituation that you can download from the Prayer Plug mobile app. Simply go to the mobile app Prayer Plug on your phone or download it at any app store and you can just tap into the app, click on Prayer Room, and you'll see the button to download your lituation praise plan. Now let's get plugged in. I'm so, so grateful. Thank you so much, Father God. Tonight's scripture is Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. And it reads, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That is the Lord's word for the Lord's people. And y'all know, I have to read it again. (laughs) Why? Because one, this was a lot. (laughs) And number two, I think it's just, uh, I never know what y'all doing. So I want to make sure y'all catch it. Okay. Today's scripture is Psalm 1. 39 verse 23 and 24 and it reads search me god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting what when i tell you the god that we serve he has everlasting everlasting joy everlasting peace everlasting wealth everlasting favorite but guess what <laughs> it's it's a couple things that started this verse off that let us know a, a few prerequisites to that everlasting because look if you're anything like me be, i'm being 100 with y'all I'm ready to get to the to the everlasting part. I'm ready to get to the part where they talk about the overflow. I'm ready to get to the part where they say the floodgates open up and pour out a blessing so big I don't have room to receive. I'm like, that's the type of scriptures where I'm like, what? Let's get it. Let's go. But many of those scriptures, y'all, many, <laughs> ooh, so many. At least, at least the last what? Out of 12 days, I feel like the last eight out of 12 have had something about what we got to do in order to get to the overflow, the abundance, the everlasting, that that fullness that we all desire. 
And for tonight specifically, number one, not only are we asking God to search us because it's very normal for you to get real comfortable in your situation. <laughs> Let me speak to myself right now. Jimika, it's very normal for you to get comfortable in your situation. Were you like, well, well, this is just what it is. That, that's just how they are. So that's what it is. That's how I'm going to deal with it. But what if how I'm dealing with it just because it's fitting for me? It's not pleasing to God. <laughs> well, what if the parts of me that I honestly don't even care to dig deep in things I'm still healing from, grieving from, I don't even want to go into because of the pain. God wants to expose those things. Why? Because he wants to test us. And I just know the God that we serve. He allows the drought, the famine, the heartache, the struggles, whatever you are facing that just feels like this ain't it. Remember, the enemy has to ask God if he can do certain things. And God doesn't say yes because he wants to punish you, because he wants to put you through pain. Remember, God gave his only son and he went through pain. And I know that made God's heart hurt, but he had to know his sacrifice of Jesus. His only son was because of the billions, trillions, can't even count millions of us on this side <laughs> that needed his resurrection for the opportunity that we have. And so know that as a parent and many of y'all that's in this room know that my husband and I, we have a two-year-old and a one-year-old and our two-year-old wants to bounce on every single thing possible. The bed, the chairs. Now at this point, we just been blowing up an air mattress because we like, look, we get it. You want to jump off of everything. So at least jump on something that has a soft base. But what we've learned is that we can continually tell him, don't do that. You're going to get hurt. Don't do that. You're going to get hurt. But even as parents, we like, some things he just has to learn. <laughs> And of course, once he does fall or bump, or bump his knee or something, we run to hug him and kiss him and make him feel better. But God knows that's why the root of love is choice. Like when you're married, yes, you make a promise, but you make a choice every day to make an investment in your relationship. You make a choice every day, even as single, married, whatever your status is, you make a choice every day to stay in the will of God, to please your heavenly father, to obey God so that you can experience him and you can let him know through your lifestyle that God is king, period. <laughs> okay. And so I just love that this scripture tells us, search me, God. And that, and that, that's just humility from the rip, like off the jump. You were saying, God, like what I see, sometimes I get comfortable in, but you have a divine supernatural insight. You already know me and you made me. So search me, God, know my heart. Because what am I saying that I'm not bothered by that really has me out here tripping? What am I saying that, oh no, I can handle this. I got this. But truthfully, I need you, God, because this is just too much. <laughs> it's too much. Help me. And the God that we serve will test us so he can know our anxious thoughts. When I tell y'all, ladies and gentlemen, I budget to the penny. Like I have an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> y'all like I budget 12 months out. I know exactly what's needed unless unless some surprises pop up. I know what's needed for a whole year. So I'm very clear what I'm asking for when it comes to contracts and salaries and different investments. But God, y'all, oh my God, I'm being so real with y'all. When I say my husband and I have not had a deposit in our account to cover our bills and I can't even make sense. 
in how long, but it's like just what we need for the for like the day before a bill is due. It'll just like miraculously just drop in our accounts. And this is new for us because like I said, I'm like, God, are you punishing me? I steward what you give us well. Like we tithe and we offer on a gross. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm doing that part. We're not selfish. Like what in the world? And God is like, but you're anxious about money. I'm not telling you don't plan, but you start making certain decisions just to cover the cause. But some decisions you're making, yes, like even you accepting a real estate client or even you go, like, like going out and doing promotionals for your prayer products. I already told you I wanted you to go straight to stores. <laughs> but but because you're so anxious and you're like, why would TJ Maxx or Barnes and Noble or any local bookstore take take me seriously? Like this is my first product. God is like, so instead of you obeying me, you decided to strategize your own way to make ends meet. So what I'm going to do is dry up the well until you realize my way is on, is the only way I have you to go. And so I'm just giving a snippet. This is very like high level of just what me, what myself personally has been going through with anxiety just because I've always just found comfort in like knowing how it's going to get paid, where it's coming from, when it's going to get handled, got it on auto pay. We good. We done. Hey, let's go. And God, like, you know what? You've been clinging to your own, your own thoughts, your own understanding, your own timeline, your own timeline. And I need to shake that spirit out of you that thinks you can only have joy when your bank account is at a certain balance. I need to shake that spirit out of you that makes you think that if you haven't had something to, to post about or or say that you did in whatever time frame, then that means you're you're lazy, that you're worthless, that you're not doing things. I need your worth to be rooted in who I called you to be. I need your worth to be rooted in what my word says. First of all, I need your time to show me that you value me. And so I don't know what everyone in this room is particularly anxious about, but I know that lifestyle, money, and comfort, whether it was a pandemic or it wasn't a pandemic, is a very real thing for many of us, no matter what level of the tax, no matter what tax bracket you're in, it's very normal because we have dreams and aspirations. And many of us are breaking generational curses of poverty and, and just whatever mindset has a stronghold over our family financially. But we cannot make money our God. We cannot make our situation, our relationship status, married, single, whatever. We cannot make that our God. Jesus has to be our savior. God has to be on the throne and your heart has to let it be known by your response to situations. And so guess what? Once God is putting us through situations, it's truly an opportunity to rejoice. I'm telling y'all, God wants to train us up to use worship as our weapon because we have made worry such a normal thing. We have made worry just consume so much of our mind that when it comes time, comes time to pray, I know Ariel has said this like three or four nights ago. She was like, she's around Christians that when they pray, they're like pleading. They just pray like they don't even have it. And yes, there are situations, whether it be death or it be loss, or it just be heartache where you will come to a posture where you're just crying out to your father. But that should not be your everyday prayer posture. God has given you authority and power. You are truly royalty. Come on, crown on your head. What? 
God knows what you need and he's giving you the authority. But you got to let your situation and let the enemy know <laughs> who has the authority. And when you speak and when you turn up, it's not by surprise when we go to games, they want us to holler and scream and 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 wear different colors and whatever jerseys to turn the team up. Because when you set that atmosphere, when you set the atmosphere, you're hollering, screaming, shouting out, seeing signs with their names. Anybody that's played sports or that's competed just at, at any level, you know what that does just to your insides. It's like from your belly to your brain to your heart. It's like to your body. Every part of you is just turned up and believing in the victory. You're not letting go until you get to what God has told you is the finish line. And that's exactly what worship and prayer and praise does for us as believers. It stirs us up to know God got me. And it takes the pressure off of you. <laughs> you have been feeling like I got to do this in my power. There are just a few things God has you to do. And when we read his word, he makes it very clear what he has you to do. But as for tonight, the God that we serve, y'all, the scripture goes on to say, see if there is any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Anybody been taking offense lately? <laughs> what? Sometimes people just speak in their opinion and we like, oh, uh -uh, that, that, that ain't Jesus. That's the enemy. That, that's the devil. He's trying to tear me down. Not everything that goes against what you believe is fact is the enemy. Like sometimes it's really God giving us a, a good blink of wisdom. Okay. Sometimes it really is God's way of saying, you know what, the way you've been looking at that, that's not how I want you to look at that. We got to, <laughs> we got to get new eyes on the scene. And so God does not want us taking offense. And so what I found really helpful for me and my husband, because y'all, when you start spending 24 seven with somebody, I don't care how fine they was, how fun they are. And then you add two kids to the mix. <laughs> you start really finding out like we're doing this forever we're doing this forever ever and so my husband and i have to constantly remind each other whenever we just have moments where we on different sides of, of a situation we're on the same team we always have to say it out loud too because the enemy will use any situation to tear us down whether you're single or married he's like no i like friction like the enemy loves when we are unsettled when it's just discords he is rejoicing and that goes against what god has for his children even through a tough situation and so Taking offense has us put up a shield. Taking offense has us bucking at people, roll rage. You're just cutting up. You you blocking your parents and your family members. You don't want to hear what nobody has to say. But ask God, my God, is this you speaking through to them to just give me a new perspective and new insight? Or is this really a situation that I need to bind up and I really need you to block? Because at this point, uh -uh, what? I don't even know. But once God has searched your heart, once God has revealed to us our anxious thoughts and we're confessing them and calling them out, and once we allow God to really reveal to us what we've been taking offense to, that's when we will be able to clearly see that path and God will continue to lead us in the way everlasting. I know this is another scripture that helps me know that God really wants me to get to the big blessed bag. And a big blessed bag is not just the money bag. 
it is the like the fruitfulness of my family on both sides not just his side my side but like both sides the fullness of the family and everybody just having open loving conversations quality time it is my children being on fire for god at a young age and them going to school whether elementary or high school or college and it's known that they are for jesus just in their behavior and their lifestyle them having integrity as young men it's them holding out till they get married keep it on lock clank clank you know sex with one woman married to one woman then children that believe it's beyond my life and of course it is it is a fruitful it is a fruitful career you know it's it's all the generational wealth and the generational healing but it's all god through it all it's him being pleased and me not being out here feeling like i gotta jeopardize my beliefs in order to experience god and experience what i desire god to do in my life and so something that I would love us to ponder on, to break down and to really just dive into is, has God revealed anything to you, whether it be the last 13 days that we've been coming together and praying or just in the season of this pandemic and what 2020 just opened our minds to, has anything been revealed to you as a habit that needs to be broken? by the power of God in order for you to shift into just a new level of maturity and understanding. Now let's get into this prayer. Father, Father, Father. Thank you so much, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are freeing us from the bondage of worry and anxiety, Lord. I'm so thankful that you care about the outside and the inside. You make sure that you work on our hearts and our minds and our spirits in such a way that when we experience and we receive from you, we have what we need inside so that nothing around us can stop us from obeying and staying within your will and following your way, Lord God. I'm so thankful, Lord Jesus, that we don't have to carry the burdens. We don't have to control the outcome. We do not have to have our hand on a wheel to get to the destination. Jesus, take the will in our life. We trust in you. We want to be free from the mindset the world tries to continually tell us when it's like, well, what well, what are you doing to make sure that you got the millions? Well, what are you doing to make sure that you can, that you secure the job? What is God telling me to do is the new question I need to ask myself. Help me, Lord God. Help us, your children, Lord God, in every way possible to ask what you require of us according to your will and the plans you've already planned and written and already prospered attached to each of our names, Father God. I'm so, so grateful, Lord Jesus, that you have not let us down. It has been 13 days straight. For some of us, this is new. This is brand new for me. And I'm so thankful that my brothers and sisters in this room, Lord God, you truly use them as just family to encourage me. And I pray that somebody else is encouraged too. But Lord, if I'm just doing this to obey you and nobody is anything, that has to be enough for me because it is not my job to do a work in the hearts of your people. It is your job. My job is to simply be a vessel. So I thank you for seeing each and every one of us fit to receive your word, to experience your word, Lord God, and to encourage whoever we are connected to through your word. We don't have to already see 
See it to believe it. For we walk by faith and not by sight. If you said it will, it is so, Lord God. We are using our prayer and our words and your word as our weapon, Lord God, so that you can search our heart, Lord Jesus. Search us and reveal, Lord God, what is not like you, what is not from you, Lord Jesus. Test us. And I know we always say, take it. But if you got to test us, <laughs> we trust what we'll get when we pass the test. You are God of reward. You are a God that will make sure we experience what we need. And you are a God that truly does provide. Thank you, Father, for your power. Thank you, Father, for your might. Thank you, Father, for your glory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Continue to lead us, Lord God. We trust in your plans and we want your plans, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We didn't got prayed up. We didn't got plugged in. We just got lit for the Lord. Anybody else is feeling brand, brand new right now? Okay. Getting lit, getting turned, getting everything in between. God has so much for you. All he asks you to do is give him some faith and some excitement, okay, to see it through. So I just pray that this touched you, this blessed you, this has got you in a whole new focus on who you are and what God is calling you to do. You can get more of the lit for the Lord prayers on the podcast and the mobile app be sure to subscribe rate and share it with somebody else that need to get lit for the lord and let's keep it up y'all we've been doing this staying disciplined staying hungry and staying at the lord's feet hey reach out send your prayer requests send your praise reports and connect with us on facebook instagram and through the mobile app we love you over here y'all stay plugged in